Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. I want to thank you for being here tonight. Normally the last... um, the last Wednesday night of each month is our prayer nights, and um, but we are we are launching the year with a real strong emphasis on prayer and fasting. And uh, I will say that if you missed Sunday, um, I know we, we say this from time to time, but if you missed Sunday, I do strongly encourage you to go back and uh, and and catch that service as soon as you can, honestly, uh, on our archive. Uh, it, I think it's important. It, I mean, it was, it was the last Sunday of um, last year. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where y'all been? I haven't seen you since last year. That just hit me. Oh, my goodness. Man. I haven't seen All right. Uh, but uh, it was the last Sunday of, of the year, last year. Uh, and uh, it kind of we, we set the table and we're launching out for for our, our certainly our start of, of this year, and so like I said, if you haven't, um, if you weren't there Sunday, check that out. We are in a season of of fasting and prayer, um, and um, uh, and we are really and strongly encourage you to just pray about what your part in this is and what that looks like for you. Um, a lot of people are doing a a. Um, a partial fast, a, a Daniel fast, uh, maybe for the whole 21 days, that would be uh, mostly fruits and vegetables. So it's no meat, no bread, no sweets, um, most of the things you like in life that you were doing without that. Um, uh, some are doing um, um, a food fast for some of, some of that as well. Some might be doing a food fast for all 21 days. I know some of us are doing a food fast for seven of the days, and then maybe Daniel for some of that, and then some of us are doing seven at the beginning and seven at the end with Daniel fast in the middle. Um, and so um, the reason why we would go without food um, is not because we're putting you on a on a weight loss plan, okay? And it's also not because we're on a hunger strike making God do what we want him to do. Neither of those two. The reason why we are doing this is because um, first of all, Jesus expects us to. Jesus uh, said, Matthew 6, when you, when you fast, do it this way. When you pray, do it this way. When you give, do it this way. Three things that God just expected you to do that some of us, we classify that as like super Christianity. We go, we got, we got our normal Christianity where we leave some of those things out in our head. And then we go, but if you're a super Christian, you give, pray, and fast. Well, Jesus just thought everybody was, all the Christians were going to do that. He didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. So it's, it's a regular part of our spiritual journey. Um, and when we fast, we are, we are weakening the flesh in a very practical way but also in a spiritual way. We're weakening the flesh. We're saying no to the flesh and some of its desires. Uh, and when that happens, that leaves our spirit room and space to get stronger. That's why we're doing this. We're starting our year off with an emphasis on the Spirit of God. And one of the things we talked about on Sunday, amen, one of the things we talked about on Sunday was that it will increase our sensitivity to just His presence. What a beautiful, what a beautiful um, 
goal to have, that we would just be more sensitive to the presence of God. You realize God wants to break into your day today. Like it's like, do we sense his presence here tonight? I hope so. I do. And I hope you do. But God wants you to sense his presence tomorrow afternoon too. And Friday morning and certainly Friday night. We're having a prayer service on Friday night as well. Um, during, during this, we'll have the, uh, this coming Friday night, a prayer service. The following Friday night is our ministry teams conference. Uh, all of you that are involved in ministry teams, leading groups, teaching classes, any ministry team, or if you want to, or if you want to just maybe think about it, um, come to the ministry teams conference, which is uh, a week from Friday. And then the following, the last Friday of the fast, we'll have another prayer service as well. Um, let me... Um, let me go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. Uh, we're getting ready to just release you into a time of uh, individual prayer. Um, I want to just kind of have that thought resonating in your, in your heart, in your mind. What would it look like if your prayer time included an increase of sensitivity to, to his presence? Uh, an increase of sensitivity to uh, his voice speaking in your life. And um, so I'll go to 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 it says the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli in those days the word of the Lord was rare there were not many visions one night Eli whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see was lying down in his usual place the lamp of God had not gone yet gone out and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was a lot of you know in the Old Testament, the Ark of, the God, the Ark of God represent, represented his presence. And I, I, I just love this, this image, this uh, imagery of Samuel <laughs> lying down just next to the Ark. Just, just signifying right there for everybody to see, I would say this way, prioritizing the presence of God. Let's do that. Let's do that with our life. Let's do that with our, uh, let's certainly start our year that way, that we would prioritize the presence of God, prioritize the voice of God. Samuel was dedicated unto the Lord. Samuel's, Samuel's living at church. That would be the, the, our, our equivalent of it. He, he lives here. And I know some of y'all were like, let's do it. I'm moving in tomorrow. No, we're, we're not necessarily doing that. We don't, we don't have to do that because the temple doesn't hold the presence of God. No, the presence of God is everywhere. The Spirit of God is on you. And it's just a matter of us prioritizing that. Now, he did that in a very, very practical way. Let's, let's, let's make sure that the presence of God, the voice of God is prioritized in our life. Somebody say amen. Yeah, one of those, ver the, in the first verse there as well, it did say in verse one, in those days the word of the Lord was rare. And, um, and now in this story, I'll just I'll tell you before we get there, God begins to speak to Samuel and Samuel doesn't recognize it. Because right there in verse one, the word of the Lord was rare. Now, now there's some people in this room that need to, need to hear this and need to own this. Some of you have never maybe sensed uh, the voice of God in your life. And maybe some of you even said that that's not even normal. Listen, we're, 
we're moving as a as a body into a uh, into a spiritual realm that we're normalizing the presence of God. We're normalizing sensitivity to the presence of God. We're normalizing uh, the the Word of God um, being alive in our life and God speaking to us and God nudging us. It's it's listen. It's not always going to be an audible voice from heaven where every the, the rafters shake and God goes, "Go to Seven Eleven now." Like it's not always going to be like that. That's why that's why sensitivity is a part of this. That's why we go, oh, just a nudge here and there. And I, I promise, as you'll start to uh, certainly in, in a season of fasting, it it really helps. But you'll you'll start to just. I don't know, man. You'll you'll start to just feel things, and you'll start to hear a suggestion in in your mind, and and um, and not I would I guess not every suggestion that could come into somebody's mind is necessarily from God, but if it's a good thing, if it moves you closer to God, if it blesses somebody, it probably is from God. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna normalize it, and that's that's what um, even though the word of the Lord was rare, Samuel's life, you see it him hearing from God, him sensing where God was going and what God was doing, that became a normal way of life for him. So it's, it's got to be prioritized, got to be normalized. Let's keep on reading verse four. Then the Lord called Samuel and Samuel answered, here am I. And then Samuel ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Eli said, I did not call you. This Eli, the priest, the older priest, his eyes are not working so great. He said, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and he laid down. And again, the Lord called Samuel. Samuel and, and Samuel went up and he went to Eli and he said, here I am. You called me. He said, my son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. He was in... Uh, the right place and uh, he was prioritizing the, the, the presence of God he's lying right next to the ark but yet verse 7 says that the Lord hadn't been revealed to him yet I, I guess I would say it this way it wasn't personal yet realize you can be around this stuff and it not be personal you can you can have a family that that is is Christian by name of like, well, we're not any other religion, so we are Christian. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's been personal for you. That's one of the beautiful things about a season like this is that I believe that as some of you maybe for the first time step into these kinds of of, um, of pursuit after God and sensitivity to like praying, say, God, let, let my heart be sensitive to you. As, as you do that, his his movement and his activity is going to become more personal to you than it's ever been. And you won't, you, you won't have to come to church because someone else expects you to. You won't have to sing because you're going to look bad if you're standing next to somebody else and they're singing and you're not. No, it's going to be personal for you. Even if, like, even if you were the only one in the room that was worshiping and caught up in the presence of God, you'd just be right there. Why? Because it's personal. It's between you and God. And when we come together as a corporate body with a bunch of personal relationships with Jesus, that's when revival happens. That's when God moves. That's when, that's when we, see, we see God start to show off when we, when we come together corporately all with personal relationships with Jesus. Uh, listen, we should be encouraged by one another. We should be 
um, spurred on to good deeds by one another. That's biblical. But even if I don't have anybody else, my relation with God should be close enough, personal to me, that even if nobody else goes, I'm going. Even if nobody else knows him, I'm going to know him. Even if the word of the Lord is rare in my, in my community, I, I'm going to know him. Even if my culture says, well, it's crazy to talk about hearing from God. Well, it may be crazy, but I, it's personal to me. I know him. That's what I want to release you in, in, in this prayer time in, in just a moment, that it becomes personal to you. Let's go to verse 8. Samuel, the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Verse 8 says, A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli. Samuel's a little bit hard-headed. All right, that's all I'm saying. Uh, he gets up a third time, goes to Eli and says, Here I am. You called me. Eli, you're pulling some big trick on me. What's going on? Then Eli realized that it was the Lord calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go lie down, and if he calls Again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and he laid down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as he did the other time, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. Now he recognized it. Let, oh, let the word of God be recognized in our life. Let the voice of the Lord be recognized in our life. I don't know if, if if this resonates with some of you, but man, it's it's kind of where I'm at. But uh, I just I just need to hear the voice of the Lord on 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 some things, you know, like on on life and on on decisions that 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 need to be made. And God wants to get involved in that situation. God wants God wants you to hear His voice. You've you've heard me say this before about prayer. We think the most amazing thing about prayer is that God hears our prayers. We just sing about it. It's awesome that God would hear our prayers. God heard their prayers then. God hears my prayers now. We just sang it, right? But the most amazing thing about prayer is not that God would hear me, but that I would hear him. That's true. I mean, that's, that's fellowship now. That's friendship. That's, that's intimacy. Well, that's what God wants. And so as we go into this, um, this individual time of prayer, I want you to expect that. I want you to expect that the presence of God, man, let's prioritize sensitivity to the presence of God. How did Samuel do it? He, he was lying down next to the ark of God, which represented the presence of God. Doesn't look like that for us, but now in our, in our heart and our spirit, let's prioritize the presence of God. Let's normalize sensitivity to, to God's presence. That's not abnormal. And let's personalize it for us so that we know his voice, recognize his voice. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.